Hey guys, and welcome to episode 2 of Discovered with Steph. Today, I bring you guys an amazing duo, Savannah Q. So, let's just get right to it and roll the clip. Okay, so to start out, I am absolutely loving your music. Thank uh, you so much. I've listened to Tender- Tenderness like three mm-hmm. times. It's like absolutely like dope. Thank so, you so much. What was your creative process like and how did it come to be? So Tenderness is a song that when we were in um, Atlanta, um, I was going up there to do some modeling and then I just like kind of felt like there was something better that was going to happen and I got out of the show, which is really weird. But I was just like, yeah, I'm just like, something else is going to happen that's, that I just, if I just trust the process, musically something's going to happen. And um, there was an after party and we went and the person who invited us was like, you got to go to this, this event. You know, there's a great bunch of musicians and singers and songwriters and all this stuff. So we go and we meet a ghostwriter um, that is in the music industry. And he actually wrote Tenderness um, and we made the track. Um, it's weird because we'd already kind of started the track before we went to Georgia. And then when we heard the melody, I literally had goosebumps because... I had been singing a melody very similar without lyrics and so had my business partner. So it was like, what's going on? Like, are we meant to do this right now? And you know, like when you're on the right path, everything just falls into place. And if you trust the process and everything. And um, we wrote that, uh, we worked on tenderness. We, you know, we changed a few things, but we knew that we wanted a song that was uplifting, empowering, and would not only bring light, but love. And just pouring out, you know, good energy, good vibes, good frequencies that ultimately heal people. And it's very different than most because um, this industry is kind of the opposite. You know, you want to do things that everybody else does so you can like what ride the wave of success. But when you step back and you really get in tune with who you are as a person and you really start to see what you're meant to do. And then when you trust it, it'll happen for you. You know what I mean? Because you're surrendering to knowing that it's all going to work out and your intentions are pure and they're good and they're going to get you to that next point. So when we met that songwriter, I mean, the song was written like way before we met him. So it just felt so good to be able to be that one person that could give that message. And I mean, we wrote this like three years ago. (laughs) So it's like everybody's hearing it and it's crazy because no one was supposed to hear it. Um, You know, we've been waiting to do our release and stuff and we had some shows booked and then everything got canceled with COVID. So, you know, it really made us revamp who we are as artists and we have a ton of music, like tenderness is one of like 20, you know, so we've been, you know, we write, record, produce all of our own stuff in house. So, you know, it's crazy to see like people really vibing with tenderness because that wasn't even like supposed to go out, you know, it just kind of like happened and we're just like, okay, we'll just put it in the back, you know, but then, you know, um, in the UK when coronavirus kind of first started, I started reaching out to um, dance groups around the world and I really wanted to get people inviting, like feeling our music on another level that wasn't like blocking you, wasn't going to tell you what you could and couldn't do, like move wise, like just feel it, 
you know, feel it internally and just embrace it um, as the person that you are. And when they did that, um, you know, I reached out to all these companies. They all were like, oh, I need money for this. I need money for that. But when you realize that something you have is so pure and so real and so powerful that it just resonates with people on another level, then you know that the right person is going to come into your life and say, I want to help you with this. And that's what happened with tenderness. Um, the UK flash mob came to us and they were trying to, I mean, four, five, six thousand pounds. We don't have that kind of money. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then they just, um, was one morning right before COVID kind of started here. It was going on there. And she was telling me about lockdown and she said, you know, I heard the lyrics and she said, um, I woke up that morning and I listened to your song and she's like the lyric, I wake up in the morning, the sun shines again. I look out of the window with the hope to see my friends. And if we help one another, then everyone will win. Let's start with a smile. Let's start a trend. And it's just like a trend of, of being kind, you know, being sweet, being loving, being everything that we are as people. Um, and she was like, I want to do this, you know, and they put out that video um, in London, um, on their page. And it's already got almost 300,000 views, That's you know, and we're just like, you know, nothing changed. Like we're super down to earth people. Like it's not about like a stardom to us. It's about empowering people where they are emotionally, physically, and just knowing that you are worth it. You are enough. There's nothing in this world that is going to stop you. If you're passionate and your intentions are pure, you're going to get it done. And that's what's going to happen with our album. You know, like things can slow you down, like album artwork, all these things that like most people think are so important to be right on point, but there's so much beauty in the imperfection because it gives room for the growth, you know? Yeah. So definitely <laughs> that's how tenors came to be. <laughs> I love that. And like, <laughs> yeah. You accidentally, because obviously, like, <laughs> none of us knew that COVID was going to happen. So you, like, accidentally, like, started, like, the whole trend of, like, hey, let's just come together. Let's, like, yeah. be there for each other. And I just think that's amazing. Yeah. And I love the mentality where, like, you're, like, I just want to uplift people. And, like. And then not just, like, not, people are always, like, women empowerment. And I'm, like, No people empowerment that's creating a divide I'm not like I want to be empowering everybody no matter who you are no matter what you are like everyone I want to empower because you only know and appreciate the things that happen to you for good when you've experienced bad because you learn to appreciate it even more than you did you know yeah and that for me is the music industry and the music that I that flows through my veins, you know, it's like that comes from a place of gratitude and, and knowing and trusting that I'm doing the right things because I'm not going to go with the flow of everybody else. I'm not meant to, I'm not meant to fade into the background and be like everyone else on this planet. I'm meant to stand out and be a light that really empowers and impacts people in a way that moves them, you know, like yeah. internally. I love that. I think that's Thank so you. different because a lot of people, like you said, they're just worried about, like, getting to the top, and that's- But what happens when you do? Exactly. Then Where do you, you go from there? Yeah, you don't have the foundations that, like, you guys are having. Yeah. So, I think it's great. 
bouncing <laughs> off that a little bit, my next question <laughs> was, so in reading your website, you guys are like ones to not just sit around and wait. And because of that, you do every aspect of the production by yourself. Yes. That's so amazing. Can it be Thank hard so sometimes? Much. Like, were there times where you doubt it yourself along the way? The biggest challenge is the patience, is finding and knowing that it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. You, like, it's going to happen when it's meant to happen, and you have to trust that. And when you do, and you have gratitude and patience and perspective for everything coming, you appreciate it so much more when it comes, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, it's definitely a lot of work. So it's more about learning how to get it done and how to maintain the energy through the process. <laughs> um, as far as like, I musically, it's like the reason why we do this is because it comes to us naturally, you know what I mean? So we enjoy doing it. So the musical ideas are kind of uh, not really, that's the easy part. The The difficult part is, is saying, okay, here's what we have in our heads. So what are we gonna do to get it through the speakers? And, um, and then that just takes hours of just like <laughs> patience and like excitement and curiosity to explore different tools and plugins and tricks you know instruments recording instruments and then mm -hmm. you know making them sound wacky you know just just making stuff feel uh, cool and original and just Fresh. having fun with the process <laughs> i mean i've spent like eight hours like recording and editing violins just to like mute Make, it at yeah. the end of the day because it's like you know it's too much but it was more so of like we just wanted to see where it would take us and then yeah. it ended up inspiring something else so yeah, yeah it's uh the the challenge is is definitely maintaining the um just the the energy and the focus on the finish line mm -hmm. um because like you get in your intuition gives you these ideas up front when you're like in the creative process, like when you're writing a song and you're producing the sounds and then it's like, okay, here's what my intuition's telling me. Now I need to build a plan immediately with this feeling in mind to get to the finish line. And then that's, um, so that's what we are constantly trying to uh, improve and, and make more efficient, yeah. make more effective. Um, because again, like we said, the music ideas, like, God, there's way too many, you know, too like many. we have so many little ideas sitting around, but it's like, it's more about, okay, how are we going to make a great song out of this, you know, yeah. and, and, and how is it going to impact people so that they feel what we feel when we write it, you know, that intention. Yeah. So definitely. So, okay. yeah, I mean, we just spent a lot of time recording and uh, <laughs> talking with Last musicians, <laughs> like, you know, I was on the phone today with a friend, piano uh, player, and we talked literally for like 45 minutes about piano tones and recording it and uh, <laughs> the difference between a C3 and a C7, you know, mm -hmm. what do you get out of a 12 foot piano? You know, that thing's built for, you know, cathedrals and 
And, uh, you know, when you stick it in a small room, it's going to sound like mud because it's it so, there's just, there's so many conversations just to kind of equipped your brain with like those go-to moments. Oh, here's the sound we're going for. Here's what we need. Bam. Let's grab it. Yada, yada, bing, move to the next thing. Yada, bing, yada, boom. It's really that. It, so mm -hmm. it's just time, you know, you got to be willing to put in the time and, uh, and we love it so much that it's not working. So it's funny. Cause when we like, don't want, think we're going to write or just like, let's just take a break and we'll be driving in the car. And then all of a sudden he'll start banging on the, you know, on the, the steering wheel and just being like, and we're like, wait a minute. And then I'm just like singing something random. And he's like, are you recording that? And I'm like, got another one. You know, like he just. Those are the best ways to be creative. It just comes out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah, that is. That's the beauty of it. And sometimes it's just like, you'll hear like a turnaround in your head, you know, like a, <laughs> a groove or something. And that turnaround is like, you got to get it down. So you just beatbox it, you know, just, just throw it into the phone and yeah. pull that up. When you get back into the studio, pull that session up then you know, put a drum together or, or, you know, whatever it's going to be, whether it's like a piano part or a guitar part or drum or bass, you yeah. know, like just get it down so that you have it. Mm -hmm. We might not even want to finish that song. Today. No, because be like, <laughs> it could be inspired later. There, there's that else. little nugget. So we definitely hop back and forth. There's so many hops. Lots of stuff <laughs> because there's just no way to keep up with it. You know what I mean? And, and you would just miss too much good stuff. And if yeah. what we've learned is if we were just to sit down and, and try to work the death out of one song, it, it typically just, you know, it you end dies. up overworking it and you, you know, after a thousand plays, uh, you just begin to hear things, you know? And that's like, when you were talking about tenderness, that was how we felt with tenderness. Like, we're like, it's not ready. It's not ready. And then some people hear it and they're like, it's ready. Okay. Just let it go chill out and we're like i don't know well i was actually pretty <laughs> confident with that one because well we had mixed it like three times really well yeah the, and then you mixed it in the end and it was the best no no mixing it it was you know it was all just like a process you know yeah. because the production part came so easily that we were like okay cool mm -hmm. it kind of feels good the way it is let's just make sure we get the mix right that's yeah. what I mean, like the mix. Not so yeah, the, the mix really yeah. kind of, I think the Ooh. mix took like twice as long as the I think we had like did. three people mix it in the end, right? Yeah, but our, our, boy, but our Jacob, boy Jacob did the best job. Yeah. yeah. Well, he took it for the most part and then he just, he brushed it out and made it pretty. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So let's take it back a little bit. So how did you guys meet? and decide to come together and become Savannah Q. I'll let you talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I talked uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I was getting heavy, heavy, like really heavy into production. Um, like I was consuming my days with it heavy. And I was in like a reggae funk jam band kind of, you know, that was the band I was in. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was so much fun just like mm -hmm. very underground festival scene um really beautiful people you know just incredible but in that world it's very much an organic thing and it's very much um you know not vocal based it's it's more instrumental based you know yeah. what I mean? 
So I was like fascinated with the whole pop production and how these like really powerful vocal, uh, vocal melodies were working and the arrangements and, you know, just the production of beats and just making mm -hmm. something simple, but complex. And uh, so that's kind of what I, I was getting into that. And, and that led me into like pop and electronic production and stuff like that. Um, and that's, you know, my band wasn't really like, we weren't really doing that stuff, but I wanted to work with somebody. And um, yeah, my, the lead singer of the band at the time ended up introducing me to her because he was like, hey, I think you should meet this girl because the stuff that you're making and writing, you know, she's, her vocal is really good. <laughs> and it was just, you know, so she had a great vocal and ended up coming over to, you know, my bedroom studio at the time. And we just sat in there for like hours and just started, you know, trying to come up with songs and yeah, worked it from there. Yeah. It was fun. I feel like those are always like the best kinds of like relationships when like duos come together like you just mesh well right off the start and it just sort of happens yeah definitely I think there's so much um there's so much power and um gratitude to be you know had to and finding something that really meshes um it may be not even like all the time but like take the good with the bad because it's really beautiful in the end you know like when you can make it really shine yeah so definitely so that leads me into the next question so where have you guys performed and like obviously with covid performances aren't happening and we don't know how long that's gonna last for but like what are like some of your favorite places what are some dream places Ooh. um well performed in not together yeah the the everything stopped for us for that yeah the fun part about us is like as soon as we we put our band together and started really prepping for a set down in miami big set yeah we we got like a, a really really cool opportunity to open up for pitbull we wrote this song called bonita which nobody's heard yet nope. it's very miami kind of you know. It's like Camila Cabello, Shawn Mendes meets like Jason Derulo. Yeah, it's cool. It's, 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 cool. it's really cool. Yeah, it, you're gonna love it when you hear it's it. It's so good. Uh, you know, we're just you're like ooh. It's a vibe setter, so we need to. You know, we're just kind of trying to figure out when we want to release it now. You know, yeah. it feels like a fall record to me. It feels so like a summer record. Yeah, late summer, fall. <laughs> but anyways, it's um. Yeah, so we, you know, we put together a band and we started really working and that's when we recorded the Rich Girl thing, you know, we... Uh, oh, I don't know if you've video, seen that one, Rich, Rich Girl. Girl video. Yeah. It's, it's super scrappy, you know, uh, had a cat come in and just record us while we were performing. Yeah, he was like, let me do this. And he positioned and, the whole um, room. It like, was such a good video. People are so, like, who yeah, did uh, that? I'm like, this random dude who wanted to get into video. <laughs> and now he's really good at it. <laughs> but yeah, before, um, you know, just, you know, playing Sunfest. Um, oh, he played a ton of shows. Yeah, we played. He's played all kinds of shows. Yeah, downtown. Um, what about Palm up north? Beach, it, was, it was incredible, you know, for like 20,000 people. Um, there's, yeah. Uh, we played play? a lot of festivals. <laughs> so the festivals are seas, like sea of people. And uh, and just the energy at a festival is, you know, insane. 
So yeah. it that always feeds the show. Um, energy. Yeah, it's all about energy, you know, <laughs> music, and and that's why we all really need, you know, the industry to open back up because yep. you know it heals us, it heals people, it really does, it heals, you know, just people's souls and gives them, uh, you know, a sense of purpose. It gives them a sense of understanding. It, connect, it allows them to connect with people and to and to connect with new people. Oh yeah. So that that helps people, uh, you know, break through insecurities, and there's just so many positive uh, mm. benefits from just seeing a live show. Yeah. Uh, I, I study I studied uh, neuroscience at Berkeley. Ah. So he knows I, about this. I love all this stuff. This <laughs> is like my, you know, I've always been curious and fascinated with, you know, why people are ticking together and. I've, I've had the experiences at shows where I can literally just see everybody like moving to the same wave and kind of that was very um I was curious so he gets a whole new perspective being up on stage and watching how people move to see how he's going to influence that moving in his music you know because some people can make stuff but they may not be musical so yeah. it may not just like jive to certain people because it's not what they're used to yeah. But if you have someone that knows all of those instruments and knows all those notes, it helps then people hear it and they're like, okay. Like they can like move to it, you know? And they don't have to like hesitate. It just, it's natural. Yeah. So that's another that. thing. I've performed in different places around the world, but mainly when I was younger. So um, I was in a chorus and I got to travel overseas and I went to... 10 different countries and performed and you know um my sister's a leukemia survivor so when I was in high school I got to do some performances for a stop children's cancer concert that was really big and I think music to me because I grew up singing opera and like more classically trained um vocally and stuff so the pop world wasn't really something I ventured off into because I was just like eh, I'm comfortable here but when you have this identity change kind of thing when you you know you get older and you start learning different kinds of music and you start really feeling and being empowered by like this pop or you know this this bigger vocal or this message or like messenger telling you all these things and you're just like I just went on a journey with you and I don't know how I feel like it just feels so like whoa and um yeah I think it's really it put a lot of perspective for me as an artist to be able to work with someone like him and learn different um, variations and like ways that I could put my voice, you know, that would, um, you know, would really help people, you know, it wouldn't just be like everybody else, like just making a song to make a song to be on the top charts. It's like, you have to have that intention and in that um, identity and know that um, instinctually to, to bring that to life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you. Okay, so on to the next one. So what is the best advice that you've been given along the way that sort of like shaped you and brought you to where you are today? Hey, I, I mean, I- It's always a learning process. <laughs> there's a few. You know, it's. Uh, Can we say it together? I don't know if it's the same thing. I don't the wanna... one our mentor says to us. 
You say what you want to say. I'm not going to hold you back. Oh, how does it start? It's, um, um, the sky is above you. If it was below you, you would be upside down. <laughs> it's silly, but it's sweet. <laughs> that is not it. Oh, that is, that is, that what is it. That, that, switching your well, that, that's just a, that's just a gratitude quote. You know, that's but just that's like a inside joke. It's like, <laughs> you know, the sky is always above you. If it was below if you, if it's below you, then you're upside, upside down. down. It's like you know, it's just a saying. Shifting your perspective. But uh, yeah, I definitely learned uh, in in production. It's it's about. Uh, I've used this one. Um, you know, if you want to see over the crowd, you got to stand on the shoulders of giants. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Make got, make music that's ten feet tall and bulletproof. <laughs> These are all so good. Yeah, that one. yeah that, that's definitely one. You know, you got to have music that's 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Um, that means it has to be copywritten. If, if anybody out there knows. I don't know if people are watching you this, know. but you better copyright music. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the other one is uh, it, mm. if you wish to receive, you got to extend your arm and give out what you hold dear in the palm of your hand. Um. So yeah, just these little things. Uh, the the first quote, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants. That's that's really a collaboration philosophy. It's like if you if you want to reach your highest heights, and you need to work with the best. Yeah. And you need to strive to work with the best. Mm -hmm. um, try to. Um, we're always trying to pique the interest of the best. We're always sending our music to the best producers and the best. Oh yeah mix engineers and we're you know even if they say nah you know they're like oh, i'm busy i'm sorry you know uh it's like it's all good because we're just we're we're just trying to connect mm -hmm. meet these people and in that in that process we met some you know incredible oh, really mentors some huge producers yeah who've uh you know told us <laughs> you know kind of that helped us validate what we're doing so we don't sit there and question whether you know we our material is good or not like every artist does you know like oh man is it good enough is like oh, is it this and that it's like you know yeah. you always need people who like can just shoot you straight and that's not your best friend you know no it's not your mom your dad or or people in your in your inner circle right it's it's the people it's your colleagues that you trust it's the people that you look up to people that you know you aspire to be like you know, those are the kind of people you want feedback from and, uh, and they'll shoot you straight. I so. definitely think another one is just finding, imp um, finding beauty in the imperfect, in the imperfections. Cause it makes you start to appreciate, um, all the little things, like we said, so yes. that would be a huge one. You know, Cause you're always so beating yourself important. up. You always beat yourself up. Like I don't sound good. And that person next to you is like, who are you? And you're like, I'm just here. No, just that is, that, that's so don't true. Don't think of that. I don't like that. Don't put me on a pedestal. Because immediately, like, <laughs> no, it, that. when I started to see more body language, <laughs> when I had people listening to my records, <laughs> was when I stopped editing everything, <laughs> the life out of it, you know? And like, that, oh, man. at the beginning, when you're, you know, starting off producing, you just like, you know, you, you can make anything perfect. Yeah. So if you're thinking of perfect and perfection, 
then you're probably not listening. You're probably thinking. Yeah. And, and if you're thinking about what you're hearing, you're not listening, really. You know, yeah. you're thinking. Yeah. And so the, the trick to production is listening <laughs> and, 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 and just, you know, feeling the, the groove and feeling like the melody and the, and the pump and the pocket and making sure everything's really just making your Vibing. shoulder, you know, it just feels like it's flowing, you know? And like, that's kind of what you're listening for. And uh, yeah. the rough edges are what give you a lot of that feel and that groove and the, and you know, the, it not being perfect. Yeah. Know? Like there's a lot of artists I think that'll tell you they like to record and not be in like, you know, just raw and just add it in as a texture to be like, this is, this is it. Like this is, even if you hear the imperfections, that means you're listening good job because that's what we are as humans like we are imperfectly beautiful yeah I think you know? that's great and I know like I'm not even I'm just I'm a music lover and even that could like relate to me because with this yeah. you're trying to be so perfect and it's like you don't need to like be authentic to. to yourself like just yeah like, yeah there's there's so much with that you know and I want to be the kind of artist that that really uplifts people and like I said women men children everybody because there's so much um just disconnect with everything kind of you know when it comes to makeup when it comes to clothes it's just like it's just creating this um sense of reality that we create but it's it's not always genuine and you know when it's like when it's not it just fails and people start to realize that it doesn't really matter you know, it's okay to not wear eyebrows one day. It's okay to like, you know what I mean? Like when you have yeah. really light eyebrows, thank you. Um, it's okay to do those things because those imp those things that you like don't like about yourself and you put yourself out there, you're going to inspire other people to no longer care what the person next to you thinks, you know, and you're going to inspire them to do something great that they may not have done because they're like, I don't know. And then they hear that song and they're like, yes i can do this and they do it that's so great you know so here's a good one which musicians do you admire go for it you go first um i think some of the biggest ones for me is like um that are like most influential growing up was like I'm really into like Celtic music. So like Celtic woman was always something I always listened to with my grandparents. It's kind of weird, but I mean, I don't care. I just, I really liked them. They just felt like the music was like, you're floating on clouds. Like you were just like melodically, it was just beautiful. And that was one thing for me. I think another one is like Michael Jackson, um, Whitney Houston, people that could really take you on a journey vocally. And they had this, you know, climax and this whole story to tell you, and you just really felt it when they were singing um, because they took you with them. And um, of course, Michael Jackson, like, could move like nobody else, you know, and still, like, just brings, like, whoa, like, so good feeling. Um, so people that could, you know, really take you somewhere else and put you somewhere else, um, that makes me, you know, that's really uplifting to me. It's not even about the, um, I don't think it's even about the vocals to me. It's about the story and the message. And if it's something that I resonate with, then it's going to be something that I listen to, you know. But it's always good to switch it up, you know, like listen to things that maybe you're not so in tune with, like you don't always listen to because it's going to spark something else, you know, that maybe 
you know, bring you to something else um, that helps you. I don't know. But yeah, I think just really listening to artists that um, not just their voice, but just their, their message within their voice, you know? So that was, that was for me, what I'd say. I am a, I'm a weird guy when it comes to music. Uh, <laughs> I grew up listening to country and like Conway Twitty country, <laughs> you know, and like that deep, you know, twang and stuff like that. Chet Atkins on guitar and stuff. And then I got introduced to blues and I started listening to a lot of blues and then that kind of took me into the Motown stuff and then I got into you know like like pretty pretty pop bands at the time like beat the BGs like the those harmonies <laughs> and stuff like that were like you know really crushing my ear they were just the stuff that was sounding like above everything else you know i was always into that like uh like when you first hear hotel california by the eagles you're like this is like nothing else <laughs> on the planet yeah. like that kind of stuff is just like incredible to me and i can't wait for music to get back to the same that. you know like i would really love and it will one day you know it will. uh but yeah so then you know the guitar players uh love studying guitar players uh like jimmy herring he's uh kind of like a underground legend uh that just will absolutely shred your face off in in the um in the best of ways uh, yeah and of course i like all the legends and oh yeah you, you know can't. like you there's cool things Everybody about all of them but i don't really listen to them a lot mm -hmm. um like i don't listen to a lot of Jimi hendrix or stuff like that i think he's awesome mm -hmm. he used to have a really cool Jimi hendrix poster back in college that was like kind of psychedelic and <laughs> i would like set it up behind my guitar rig where we like jam <laughs> and that was cool but I, I still didn't even listen to him or try to imitate him or do anything so I don't really listen to the radio that much um I think I listen to the radio more than he does it's so weird because people be like um that song's like already created and he's like what do you mean He'll <laughs> be like, no, 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 and then he's like, this is completely different. <laughs> like, yeah, see, that's, that's no the thing. It's like, he doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, I'll go and write something, and they'll be like, dude, I've heard this before, and I'm like, God gum it. I'm like, where? I'm like, where did you hear it? And then Are they'll like sure? look up a song, and I'm like, dude, that's not even close. Oh. It's like that's not what I'm going for. That's and the then they're they're like, oh well, it reminds me of that, and I was like, well, good. <laughs> but it <laughs> but yeah it's uh that is it is kind of spooky sometimes I, I i hear something too and i'll be like oh my gosh oh before I, our stuff was this is totally already a song and then i'll go and look and try to find the song that i'm looking for and i can't find it and then i'll be like wait a minute that's my song <laughs> so i'll rewrite my song some uh, like there's all, people there's do so all many, kinds of stuff. That's what you, happens when you're humming melodies every day. And when you have it. songs that you haven't released and they're just in a file and you're just like, got, just got the copyrights back and you're like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. It's like, oh wait, that's my song. Like, and you're just like replaying a different song in your head, but you're like listening to something else and you're just like, I'm uh, someone else right now, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that 
That's great. That sort of takes me into like, I guess, a leading out question. So what's next for you guys? I know it's hard because COVID and everything, but like once COVID ends, what are you guys looking forward to? Just, yeah, getting, you know, getting her on stage, getting, you know, the performance put together, excuse me, put together. Um, and yeah, releasing all of this content that we have. I think releasing so. releasing the content is going to be really great, but I think the message that's going to be behind the content couldn't come at a better time. Um, so I feel like it's really going to help people and, and really um, fill people up emotionally. Um, like I said, with you know the insecurities and all the things that we're all experiencing right now, but realizing you're not alone and everybody's in the same boat. It's just a different, maybe a different journey, you know, and um, knowing that I can help someone somewhere else really brings me a lot of, um, a lot of gratitude, you know, for the opportunity. So, yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything else you guys want to cover? Add in? Um, I would say um, keep in touch with um, if anybody's interested in going on um, Club Mob's video, you can type in, um, I think it's Stay Home Club Mob, and it's a group called um, Club Mob, and they're a flash mob group out of the UK, and they put together dance um, groups, you know, and do big videos all over YouTube, um, but they are planning another video that is going to come out. And if people want to get involved, they can go to who is club mob slash UK. They're doing or, another video with who the is, song tenderness, a dance, uh, the song that we, we wrote. Yeah. Um, it's who is club mob.uk and people can go on there and look at the blog and see how to get involved. Yeah. So. We, we partnered with club mob and um, we're doing a big video together coming up. Yeah. Um, and they're going to actually be like once, you know, things are better. Yeah. They're, they're going to barge into the streets and do like a huge video, a huge dance together. Oh, nice. I'm uh, so excited. I song, see it. I'm like, yeah. With the song tenderness. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just, you know, be patient with this. We're getting ready to release a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. I think people are really going to like, be like, Whoa, where did these people come from? Because we've been just working really hard for the past three years, you know, keeping to ourselves, so. Yeah, and you know, with tenderness, you can really tell the hard work pays off. Like, I was really taken aback. I listened to it for the first time, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. Thank you. Appreciate it. But I can't wait to continue to watch your guys' journey and see where yeah. you up. Yes. Yeah, we're excited. excited. We can't wait to share this music, and uh, it is coming out soon. So yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Yes. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Yes, of course. So that was today's interview. I think they are completely amazing, and their music is amazing as well. Um, I am going to add a little snippet of their song Tenderness right now, so enjoy it. Tenderness, tenderness, on a quest for tenderness. Tenderness, tenderness, north, south, east, west. Tenderness, tenderness, 
thank you so so much for watching today and i hope you tune in next week for another great band so until then i'll catch you on instagram Untrained kindness